Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, a weekly travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. On our podcast this week, as they say in the Game of Thrones, winter is coming. So we've got a bit of a winter activity theme this week. We'll get some info on the upcoming ski season from two separate areas, the resorts of the Canadian Rockies and Whistler Blackcomb. Plus, we'll visit the Emerald Lake Lodge in Yoho National Park to see what winter activities they have planned. But first, I want to start our podcast this week talking about WestJet's big announcement last week involving their Dreamliners and their new destinations. So to explain more about that, we are joined now by Lauren Stewart. She is a spokesperson for WestJet. Hi, Lauren. Hi, how are you, Randy? I'm well, thank you. Big announcement last week uh, regarding Dreamliners. You know, I've been to the Boeing plant where they actually make these aircraft. They're amazing aircraft. Have you flown in one? I don't think I have. I, I I was thinking about that, and I was trying to remember, but I don't think I have. But everything that I've heard and seen, they, they look amazing, so we can't wait for them to arrive. Mm-hmm. So, well, tell us uh, the whole uh, story behind it and, and why Ch- uh, Calgary is chosen, not to knock uh, YYC or the airport or anything <laughs> like that. But, I mean, it seems to me that Toronto always seems to be the, the place of for, uh, you know, doing this kind of thing. So why Calgary? Well, we chose Calgary for a few reasons. Calgary is WestJet's home, and um, we've been investing in in the city and the airport uh, for the past 22 years. And um, it, over the past couple of years, actually, we've really rearranged our schedule in order to have Calgary become one of our three hubs. We do have Vancouver and Toronto as our other two, but Calgary, um, Calgary is has been one of our focuses as well. So we've been building that connectivity in um, in order to bring these Dreamliner in, in order to fill these massive aircraft and uh, take Calgarians and Albertans over to uh, Paris and London and Dublin in uh, spring of 2019. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. And, and like you say, they're nonstop flights now, so there's no connections in Toronto or wherever uh, Halifax or some of the other connections that uh, I do believe happens now, right? That's right. These are nonstop flights. Calgary has never had nonstop flights to Paris or Dublin. Um, of course, WestJet has been flying to Gatwick from Calgary for mm-hmm. the past couple of years, but um, now we will be doing it on the Dreamliner to uh, fly nonstop to these three really awesome destinations. Mm-hmm. Well, we keep uh, talking about Calgary Airport, but I, I guess it opens up connecting flights for people in Vancouver, in Edmonton, and uh, Kelowna, those uh, cities as well, to fly into Calgary to connect there. Is that true? Yeah, that's exactly right. So as I said, we've really been building that connectivity. When you think about the launch of Encore five years ago, um, that was part of kind of building that connectivity into the into the Calgary hub. Um, this past June, we launched WestJet Link, which is bringing people from Medicine Hat, Cranbrook, Lethbridge, Lloydminster, um, and Prince George in. So um, there's more connectivity there. And um, in fact, right now... I, almost half of the traffic that we take out of uh, Calgary Airport is connecting traffic. So we've, um, we've really built out that strategy in order to have people come from all over Western Canada into Calgary. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've probably heard that this is going to change the whole uh, family dynamic, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term, about WestJet, the, the little <laughs> airline that could. Now you're a big airline, right? Yes, that's right. We uh, are 
our plan is to go global. And uh, last Wednesday, with that announcement, this was uh, the major, major step into doing that. Um, one of the other things that happened that day was actually we announced the rebrand of WestJet. So if anybody's had the opportunity, uh, maybe they've been watching Hockey Night in Canada, but they may have seen our new campaign um, that talks about you're going to love where you're going. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that was that's all part of the, the new WestJet. So tell me about the plane itself. Uh, the business class sounds uh, fabulous. You got uh, something like uh, like 16, 16 pods that people can, you know, pretty much uh, sleep as they want or, or do what they like. And then even in the uh, economy class, it's still very nice, right? That's right. So the Dreamliner is um, it's a very efficient aircraft. It's a very quiet aircraft. And the material that it's made out of actually um, holds in a lot of the humidity. So um, what I've heard, and obviously have not had a chance to experience yet, but th- it actually does makes your jet lag better. So hmm. you get off the aircraft feeling a lot better than you would normally. Um, the other thing about the, the, uh, the airline, the aircraft, is that so we have the 16 pods. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to have turndown service. Uh, they're beautiful. This is this is the opportunity to really like treat yourself and <laughs> arrive uh, and arrive very relaxed. Um, we have premium economy, which is like the plus product, but it's it's evolved into premium economy. Mm-hmm. And then we have the economy seating, which um, has been upgraded. The seats are the seats are very nice. There's um in there's entertainment. There's um the windows are much bigger, so it's just a it's an overall really great experience mm-hmm. that um, anybody's going to have when they fly on the Dreamliner. Perfect. Um, again, people can check out more on the WestJet website, WestJet.com, and they can book now, can't they? Yep. Yeah. Everything is bookable. Lauren Stewart is a spokesperson for WestJet again, WestJet.com. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Well, winter is just around the corner, and there's lots of resorts in the Rockies getting set for the winter season. One such place is the Emerald Lake Lodge in Yoho National Park. To tell us more about it is Lauren Telfer. She is the Director of Marketing and Public Relations for Canadian Rocky Mountain Resorts. Their website is crmr.com. Hi, Lauren. Hi. I'm looking on your website. This place looks absolutely fabulous. But uh, before we uh, get into all the fabulous things about it, uh, let's start with the basics here. The Emerald Lake Lodge is located in Yoho National Park. It's a big park, Lauren. So, so tell me where it is. Yeah, for sure. So um, I think best for people to kind of imagine where it is, um, Emerald Lake Lodge is, of course, on secluded Emerald Lake, which is about 20 minutes west of Lake Louise. Um, so it's really close to the town of Field. So once you pass the town of Field, um, you'll take an exit road that'll head straight up to Emerald Lake, and that's where the lodge is located. Simple. Um, In wintertime, is it easy to access, though? Oh, for sure. It's on Highway 1, Um, so there'll be lots of bigger trucks that go through that along Highway 1, so it tends to be quite clear. I've never had any issues heading out there, Um, and yeah, they clear it. They plow it quite often. So give me the story on uh, how the lodge began and how it got to where it is today. Yeah, for sure. So it was originally opened and built in 1902 by Canadian Pacific Railway, Um, and there's a lot of history kind of um, leading through that. Um, But we did purchase it in 1980. The O'Connors, Pat and Connie purchased it in 1980. We went through some renovations, um, winterized it, added new cabins, 
um, and then we reopened it in 1986. And it's open all year long, all year long, right? Yes, for sure. It is definitely open all year round. Um, it's a very, very popular uh, destination in the summer for international visitors, um, but also very popular in the winter due to the picturesque scenery. That mm-hmm. It has a ton of snowfall. You can be walking on Emerald Lake because the lake totally freezes over. So yeah, it's open every single season. How was the summer, by the way? It was really good. It was a, a very strong summer um, in the Rockies, just in, in general. We had lots and lots of visitors, um, which was really amazing to see. So let's talk about the uh, lodge itself, the uh, accommodations. There's different types of accommodations, right? So you can pretty much handle anything, right? Oh, for sure. So from an accommodation standpoint, um, we do have 24 cabins that are spread throughout the property. Um, And within each of those cabins, there are about four different rooms within one cabin. Um, So accommodations can range from a lodge room um, all the way up to a buffalo uh, or up to an open studio. Um, And then it can also include a lake view. So you have, of course, I have a guaranteed lake view. And then up to... um, we have one on property called the Point Cabin, which is our um, nicest room on the property, also the largest room, um, and a lot of brides and grooms, uh, bride and groom on their wedding night tend to stay there. Oh, I would think it would be very, uh, very nice there. Uh, is it good? Mostly, mostly couples stay there, or do, do families? Um, it, it really depends on who's heading out there. I would say it's definitely a couple destination due to the romantic nature of the property. Um, A lot of couples tend to go there because it is very romantic. Um, If you kind of imagine yourself in the room, it has a fieldstone um, burning fireplace with real wood. Um, So it's a really good opportunity to kind of sit in front of the fireplace, open a bottle of wine, kind of relax, chat. And one of the nice things about it is that um, there's no Wi-Fi in the rooms or cell service, so it really allows... <laughs> so you, you have to talk. <laughs> you have to talk. So it's a really good opportunity to reconnect with your partner and, and kind of relax before you enjoy your evening. So mm. it, it is definitely a good couple's escape. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds very cozy. I would imagine it's very cozy in the winter time, and so winter season is coming up. Do you have events that's planned out there, or are you just going to just let people do their own thing? Yeah, so um, we tend to let people do their own thing, but there are a ton of activities out at the lodge. Um, So it is one of the lodges, one of the few places in the Rockies where you can stay in a cabin with snowshoe in and out opportunities. Um, And there's also plenty of cross-country ski trails that leave right from the lodge as well. Um, One of the most popular uh, cross-country ski trails is the Alluvial Fan Loop, which is about an eight-kilometer loop. Um, And honestly, a beginner to intermediate skier can do it. Um, And there's rentals at Emerald Sports, which is located at the base of the bridge as well. So if you don't have any cross-country skis or if you don't have snowshoes, you can easily rent them there and then kind of head out on your way to do your adventure out in the mountains. That sounds like a lot of fun. And then, of course, if you have any aches and pains, you can go sit in the hot tub that you have there because I'm looking again on your website, crmr.com, and uh, has all the amenities. looks like a very nice uh, place to, to soak yeah, for sure. So we have an outdoor stainless steel hot tub um, with great views of the lake. You can see Vice President's Mountain and President's Mountain from it. Um, and then we also have a dry sauna in the um, in that same area as well. So if, if being in a hot tub is not your jam, then, you know, you can definitely hop into the dry sauna. Mm-hmm. Any th- oh, what other amenities do you have there? 
Um, from an amenity standpoint, it would be mostly be um, the hot tub and the dry sauna. There is a small fitness room located there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't burned enough calories by doing some cross-country <laughs> skiing, you can definitely hop on the, the treadmill. Um, but I find that t- people tend to, once they've done their activities outside, that they're they're ready for you know a charcuterie platter and some wine. And mm-hmm. the well, there you go. See, speaking of calories, uh, there is a restaurant on site. Is, is it just the one? Um, so we do have two restaurants on site. Um, we have Cilantro um, on the lake, which is only open in the summer. Okay. Um, so that one, yeah, it's definitely in the summer. But during the winter, we have our main dining room, which is called the Mount Burgess Dining Room. Um, and then we do have our lounge called the Kicking Horse Lounge. So you're able to choose um, between either um, to dine at. Speaking of food now, are the, uh, some of the cabins, do they have kitchenettes? If people wanted to uh, do their own thing in their, in their cabins, can they do that? No, so unfortunately there is no kitchenette in the cabins. Um, it is just your own room um, with the field stone burning fireplace, mm. um, obviously the bathroom and all that kind of stuff, but there are no kitchenettes. Well, nice. Uh, anything else that I'm, I'm missing that I, that I need to know about the Emerald Lake Lodge? I think one of the things um, with regards to Canadian Rocky Mountain Resorts that we're really well known for um, is our Rocky Mountain cuisine, which is basically an assemblage of Canadian ingredients, including bison, elk, caribou, um, duck, all those different components that are featured on our menu. And we actually raise our own bison and elk 30 minutes southwest of Calgary on our game ranch. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so they're raised on pasture 365, um, humanely. They're raised without any added hormones or steroids um, and antibiotics. Um, so really a natural, um, a natural way of eating mm-hmm. at the lodges. Mm-hmm. So uh, I imagine during the holiday season it gets uh, booked up pretty quick. So if you wanted to do something over Christmas or New Year's, uh, now would be the time to kind of look into that, right? For sure, I would highly recommend looking into that. It's, uh, it does get to be a little bit busy, and we do have um, some special packages specifically for Christmas and for New Year's. So on New Year's, um, there's a complimentary glass of sparkling wine. There's um, live entertainment, a New Year's Eve gala for di- um, New Year's Eve gala dinner for two, and then also breakfast for two included in the package. Um, and during Christmas, there's lots of fun activities, um, little Christmas gifts. So if you do have kids, it's a really great opportunity to, you know, kind of mm. take your kids out to the mountains and, and not have to worry about Christmas dinner and, and don't have any cleanup. Oh, so that's that'd a great be fun. Opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be great. And then go snowshoeing on Christmas Day or something like that. It'd be lots exactly. of fun. Exactly. Hey? Yeah. And those packages are up right now. So if anybody's looking, I, I would definitely um, encourage them to, to book in pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren Telfer is the Director of Marketing and Public Relations for Canadian Rocky Mountain Resort. Resorts. Uh, again, the website is crmr.com. And thank you for your time, Lauren. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. The winter ski season is just a few weeks away, and we're going to talk about skiing, but we're going to do something uh, a bit different with this segment. We're going to chat with two different guests at the same time from two different ski areas. So joining us now is Mark Riddell. He's the communications manager for Whistler Blackcomb. And also joining us is Matt Mosteller. He's otherwise known as Powder Matt. His website is powdermatt.com. Hello to the both of you. Hi, Randy. Hey, Hey, Randy, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Okay, uh, we got uh, two M names here. So, uh, Matt, you talk first and tell us uh, the area that you represent. 
You bet. Uh, well, SkiRCR.com represents in the West destination resorts of uh, Fernie, Kicking Horse, and Kimberly, and Nakiska in Alberta. Okay, and now, Mark, tell us the area you cover now. Yeah, I live in Whistler and uh, represent Whistler Blackcomb and uh, the Pacific Northwest for Vail Resorts. So between the two of you, you cover a lot of area. <laughs> it's uh, one great snow uh, powder paradise. I guess. Okay, so um, what kind of timeline are we looking for opening? Uh, how's the snow so far uh, in your area, Matt? Oh, it's been amazing. I mean, Randy, you saw the snow that fell in Calgary, record October snowfall. Uh, we had over 70 centimeters at the top of the mountain at most of our resorts. Uh, certainly, Nikiska was uh, represented uh, deep snow paradise uh, this early. So we call this an early winter for sure. And uh, what's going on uh, out in the west, uh, Mark? Well, we guard that opening uh, very closely because we want to be first and uh, <laughs> often are. But uh, I can tell you that uh, up in the upper alpine, we've got uh, quite a large amount of snow. We're still working through it. Um, but we uh, we don't need it to snow so far because we want to finish our lift construction project. So that's what we're focused on, getting a gondola in for opening day. Mm-hmm. So well, well, different people have different levels of ski experience. So I would think if uh, experienced skiers, they're kind of, they know the areas they want to go to, their experience. So what do you say to them? We'll start with you, Matt, uh, on some of the areas that uh, maybe they're not familiar with or, or maybe getting them out in, into your area, your neck of the woods. Well, for sure, a great way to do that is with the Epic Pass and in partnership with uh, the Epic Pass program by Vail Resorts. That I would, uh, an experienced skier has got to check out Kicking Horse Mountain Resort. And Kicking Horse Mountain Resort just went through a massive expansion, the largest in North America this year. Um, so we're introducing new terrain, and also we're now the fifth biggest vertical in North America. So Champagne Powder, Champagne Powder Capital of North America would be a great start. And uh, Mark, same question to you. Uh, experienced skiers, do you find uh, they're, they're a little more, um, let's see the word I'm looking for, uh, selective in, in the places they want to they go to? Yeah, I mean, of course they are. We have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of big mountain skiers that live uh, in the Sea of Sky Corridor here up in Whistler. Um, but we are really kind of uh, pushing folks to uh, explore, you know, the, the other offerings that we have uh, through the Epic Pass, you know we have 18 resorts. Now we've got this great par- partnership with uh, RCR, and and I would echo Matt. I mean, if you're a skier or a rider uh, here in the in the Lower Mainland, for sure. Uh, now that you're on Epic, you can go to places like Kicking Horse and Fernie uh, for seven days, and and that just you know as a Whistler skier, that is a tantalizing prospect to be able to go out and enjoy that that snow and that big mountain experience out there in the interior. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, would, I would, would imagine the same goes for beginners and maybe families who have uh, young children who want to begin skiing. Uh, a, a, maybe a different set of circumstances for them? Yeah, I mean, I can talk a little bit to that. We, we really kind of encourage uh, uh, beginners and, and uh, new skiers to come and, and try out our mountains. You know, the great thing about a place like Whistler, for example, is that yes, you are right in the mix of of uh, some of the gnarliest terrain uh, in the West, but you can also experience it at your own pace and your own level, and be able to uh, ski beside some of those folks that are are really charging hard. You know, we offer programs like uh, Epic School Kids here, where we offer uh, five free days of skiing for kids in uh, uh, kindergarten to grade five. 
and that comes with a one free day of rental and one lesson. So, you know, we're really focused on getting new people into the sport and uh, looking at ways that we can grow it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt. Yeah, there's so many things. I, I, what Mark is saying, uh, never ever programs exist at all, all the resorts as well as uh, in uh, BC and Alberta. We have uh, the great uh, two snow paths, which is free skiing for all seven year olds in both provinces uh, for a season's pass for all of our resorts. I mean, it, it's a it, the sport is such a great tradition. It's all it's all uh, families uh, fun that, that a family can do together. It's one of the few sports that everybody can participate together and ride the chairlift and have that wonderful face to face social uh, no device uh, time we call it, and really great programs both lesson uh, programs both for all levels and terrain for all abilities at all of the resorts. Kimberly is a great family favorite. The Fernie authentic mountain town with a great variety of terrain and also kicking horse ha- has a, a great offering and, and more family fun in the horse play corral. Mm-hmm. Uh, explain to me about, a little bit more about the Epic Pass. You mentioned it and, uh, t- and you touched on it. So, uh, give me uh, some more further details on how it works and, and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So the Epic Pass is 10 years old. Uh, just turned 10 uh, in March of, uh, of uh, this year. And uh, what it was initially was a, a pass that Vail Resorts introduced to allow um, folks uh, access to five resorts uh, in the Colorado area. And that's now since grown. We now offer uh, access to 18 resorts. And what does that mean? It means for a, a, pa- a price pass that's much lower than um, uh, what traditional seasons passes had been, you now have access to all 18 of our resorts. And then we have, of course, partnership deals with, you know, RCR, for example, um, where we get uh, seven days free skiing for unlimited Epic Pass holders. Um, it, it, you know, it really kind of turns everybody into a local because if you are skiing in Stevens Pass in Washington State, for example, you can now come up to Whistler, avoid the ticket window, and just walk onto the onto the hill and start skiing. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a pass that provides a lot of access, uh, and, uh, you know, we're happy that we've got these reciprocal programs with partners resorts, uh, not just in North America, but around the world. So the Epic Pass gives you access to 64 resorts mm-hmm. outside of the 18 resorts that, uh, that we own. So if I'm a skier or a, a, a past skier, let's say, and, and I haven't skied for a while and I'm thinking, well, this might be a year to to plan a, a, a ski trip. Well, give me some advice on, on just the basics of what people should be looking for and what they should be doing if they, if they wanted to get back into the ski season. I can start real quick on that one. I think there's, this is a, never a better time than to start right now, Randy. We want to get you out and uh, enjoying winter. It's so good for your health, so the fresh air in the face, the, the social time. Uh, it's just an amazing experience to have. And there's a great Never Ever program. So I wouldn't do anything except go right to the resort and sign up for one of those because they get less than lift and rental. And then let the ski pro uh, guide the way to, to speak, start your, uh, your enjoyment of making turns again. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you make a good point on the fact of, of equipment. If I'm starting out, I don't want to fork out a ton of money on equipment uh, that I may use once or twice. The rental option is a really good option, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, it's a great option. And, and it gets you uh, started. And then, you know what, uh, we recommend it's, it's a wonderful experience. That you'll, uh, we're, we guarantee you'll be hooked on the sport. Then you can determine what kind of gear might be best suited for you with some of the input from the ski pros themselves. Go ahead, Mark. 
Well, I was going to say that, uh, you know, the, the rental uh, aspect is, uh, is all taken care of. You know, we've got uh, experts that are going to su- uh, sort you out with the best gear available and allow you to get out on that mountain uh, with relative ease. You know, we, uh, I'd echo something that Matt said earlier about that kind of quality family time. And, and it is a unique sport in that respect. And so when you are uh, coming into the sport or getting reacquainted with the sport ha- after not doing it for a long period of time, it's great to be able to include everybody in the family and, and all get up at the same level and uh, take a lesson and get out in the mountains. Okay, I'll give you 15 seconds, uh, Mark, to add anything we might have missed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just say, you know, we are very excited for the upcoming season. We're, we're super stoked about our uh, partnership with the resorts of the Canadian Rockies. I think uh, if you're a skier and uh, in uh, Western Canada, you have a lot of options, but you know between our two companies, uh, you're going to have a lot of fantastic terrain. And I would encourage folks uh, to head down to Stevens Pass in Washington State. Uh, that place gets a ton of snow and, and uh, is new on the Epic Pass this year. So enjoy the resorts of the Canadian Rockies. Come out and visit us in Worcester Blackcomb, and then uh, head down south. Matt, ten seconds. You know what? It's a, it's a powder paradise. Uh, what a great road trip that would be. And enjoy the biggest vertical, the deepest snow, uh, the most terrain, and the best learning programs and the best family adventure at all of the resorts that you've, uh, we've had on the show today that we've mentioned. Uh, good, good work, you guys. This is the first time we've done this with two uh, kind of a conference call. Matt Mosteller, uh, Powder Matt, he's known as. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Powder Matt or his website, powdermat.com. And Mark Riddell, Director of Communications with uh, Whistler, Blackcomb, and Pacific Northwest. Thanks to you both. Thank you, Randy. Thanks, Mark. Great catching up with you both and have a wonderful uh, weekend. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Randy, and uh, hope to see you out here. And that's our podcast for this week. If you like what you hear, take a minute, rate the show, leave us a review, and tell a friend about the podcast. And feel free to drop me a line, too. My email is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.